it's October 25th, 2020, and the pandemic that I talked about back in March is still going on, uh, growing in severity. It's inescapable. Um, so we're still all quarantined. Um, for the most part, people who are taking it seriously are at least. Um, and so because we can't escape this pandemic, uh, it reminds us of the eggs that we also can't escape. They're all around us all the time. So let's talk about them. Welcome to Yolk Yak. And this is where I'll put music mm-hmm. and often I don't actually know how to cut things out. So you'll probably just hear me talking through this as well. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to Yolk Yak. And I'm here with a very special guest, a guest that needs no introduction. Oh, I'm going to introduce myself. No, 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 no. Hi. Hi, I'm Lauren Payne. What else do you want me to say about myself? That's however much you want to share about yourself. Cool. I have many opinions about eggs. Uh, not all good. <laughs> and uh, we were talking about how Lauren has a lot of opinions, particularly about the way that I prepare eggs. Lots of thoughts about the way that I prepare eggs. So Yeah, so I, I listened to the podcast um, back in, what was it, March that it was coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would be like in my room listening to it um and I would kind of yell at John through the podcast <laughs> even though he couldn't hear me because I was really mad about um a lot of the things he said <laughs> so which is yeah. kind of part of why I'm here because I told John I had so many strong opinions about his eggs exactly so before we get into the, today's topic let's give a uh, a little bit of an update about my my egg situation um so your egg situation? Yeah, just people okay. are invested in how I prepare eggs. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I talked at length about the pan that I used previously. And so um, since the last time we recorded and and now, uh, the roommate whose pan that was moved out and I got my own pan. Uh, and it works so well. I don't have to scrape things off the, the pan anymore. Um, it's great. It's, it's just wonderful. Uh, so that's that. I think that's the biggest update. I'm still doing fried eggs every morning. Three fried eggs, uh, no vegetables anymore. Um, unfortunately, I don't. I moved all my vegetable consumption to dinner times now. All of it? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Which I think is. I don't know. Fine. I'm I eating think you, I think you think more about when you consume your vegetables than I do. So you just consume vegetables willy nilly throughout the day? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've had cauliflower for breakfast before, and I'm not sorry about it. Really, cauliflower for breakfast? I'll eat anything for breakfast. Interesting. I wow, wow! I can't believe that I'm on a breakfast theme podcast, um, <laughs> and uh, we haven't even brought up this morning how strongly I feel about the concept of breakfast food. Um, <laughs> because okay, okay, here's my thing. I think that you should be able to eat any food for your first meal of the day. And it's not like having dinner for breakfast Mm -hmm. uh, or if, like, you have eggs and bacon at night. It's not having breakfast for dinner. Food is food. (laughs) And it doesn't, like, the which meal it is is just about timing. And I I don't like most traditional breakfast foods or, like, I don't enjoy eating them in the morning. Uh Um, And so in order to get myself to eat breakfast, um, I eat whatever I feel like. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Which is not often, like, <laughs> usual breakfast foods. Yeah, 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 yeah. So are you going to, like, and you'll have, like, a lasagna for breakfast, and that's fine. Just, like... If I have leftover lasagna, like, okay. totally. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah. no, that makes sense. I think I think I agree. I just happen to really like breakfast food. So whenever, yeah. whenever it's appropriate to have breakfast food, I'm just going to have breakfast food, you know what I mean? 
So wh- whenever you want to have eggs, you have eggs. Yeah, that's... That Anytime is, is appropriate to <laughs> yes. have breakfast food. Yeah, that's true. Should you choose to call it that. <laughs> right. There have been a couple times this semester where I've had... You know, eggs, my three eggs for breakfast, and then also I'll do just like three eggs. Oh, that's for too dinner. many eggs. Yeah, maybe it is, but they're so easy to make. And so, like, if I've, you know, if it's like nine o'clock and I haven't had uh, dinner yet, I just want something quick, I'll just whip up some eggs. The idea of having six eggs in one day makes me want to vomit. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, okay, so. <laughs> so, 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 welcome so, to Yolk Yak, the <laughs> podcast about eggs. <laughs> um, no, like, one of my things is like, I, I enjoy a good egg. Um, Chickens are my favorite animal, and I raised them for eight years, and I care very deeply about them. Um, and so I'm obviously invested in eggs. Oh, my gosh. Bantam eggs. Yeah. I raised <laughs> bantam chickens, which were small, and so they would lay bantam eggs, uh, which are, like, just, like, they're just eggs, but they're half the size of a normal egg. And they're <laughs> so fun. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think, so we, uh, my family belongs to a, um, a CSA, and the, the person who runs the CSA had bantam eggs this year i think bantam eggs are great they they, they're they're exactly the same they're just tiny they can make the best (laughs) little deviled eggs but they're like more bite-sized that's good Um, yeah but anyhow i i cared eggs have always been in my life is what i'm trying to say yeah um but at some point um i just realized that like i only enjoy them in moderation Mm -hmm. and so i kind of have an an, an egg limit like since i knew we were going to be eating eggs this morning like like I guess, like I, I like anti pregame. <laughs> I just, I just didn't eat eggs for the past week. Wow. So yeah. Or like I won't eat a plain egg. And we'll talk about this more. But you, you stopped at one and a half eggs. Like that was enough for it you. It was like one and three quarters. Okay. <laughs> we'll round up to two. But like two eggs a week. That's like your limit. Um. It depends <laughs> on like. Okay. If I'm eating them in slightly different contexts. Okay. Then it's gonna be different. Like if I put an egg in my ramen. I like see. that's different. Or. Um, one of the things I'll do pretty often um, is, like, I'll make, like, hash browns and then fry an egg and, like, maybe saute some vegetables or mm, some sausage yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of mix that all together. Um, nice. And so when an egg is, like, a complement to a meal, I enjoy it a lot more than when it's just, like, a straight-up egg. I see. Um, or, like, an egg on a sandwich I would eat more often. Yeah. But just, I can't, I can't do mostly eggs <laughs> okay interesting well uh that brings us to i guess we should we should start uh, because we're already six and a half minutes in. i guess we'll, we'll start oh. talking about <laughs> sorry. No, 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 sorry. no worries i'm um, sorry if i make this too long <laughs> literally no one listens so no one cares <laughs> um yeah uh so we'll, we'll start talking about the the type of egg that we prepared today and um this is something that i had never done before i've seen before but i had never done before um, and by the title of uh, this episode, you already know that we're talking about eggs in the middle of toast. And now... Also also called eggs in a basket or eggs in a hole or a variety of other things. Yeah, there's one that has something to do with amphibians, right? What? Like there's a name for it, like toads or something. Like what? toads on... <laughs> <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? I don't know. This... <laughs> I, I didn't make this up. Someone, someone was talking about when... When you're having that conversation, someone's talking about a name for it that involves some sort of frog or, or toad or something like that. I think you're wrong. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, my, my family always called it eggs in the middle of toast. So okay. that's that's why it's titled the way it's titled. Yeah, I'll just, I'll make sure to cut that out. No, don't. <laughs> it's, it's authentic, John. It's right. authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I actually don't know how to cut anything out anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> um, we're talking about eggs in the middle of toast, and this is something that I've never prepared before. So, Warren, would you describe to the three people listening what eggs in the middle of toast is? Okay, so how much detail do you want? Uh, aim for one minute and 50 seconds. Like, do you want preparation method? Sure. Okay, um, so eggs in the middle of toast, um, all done in a frying pan because, you know, it's an egg. Um, butter both sides of a piece of toast, cut out the, the center. Um, I do a square because I think that's the correct way to do it. Some people will disagree with me. Um, and then you fry the egg inside the bread in the frying pan um, in however you want to do the egg. Um, and that's basically it. it. It's just like a fried egg mm-hmm. in fried bread. And then you also fry the little the square that you cut out. Very nice, very nice. So this is something that um, I guess we'll get right into it. Usually the first thing that we, we talk about uh, on this podcast, as, as you know, you're an avid listener. I am an avid listener. Talk about the ease of preparation. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is something that, relative to the other eggs I've prepared, is not very easy to to get together, right? This is, I think, the, the first, compared to the fried egg, this is where the eggs in the middle of toast kind of loses points. Mm. Uh, so you though had kind of the system down really well, like you've done this a lot. Um, so what are some tricks that you have to like make this go faster? Okay. So when you're buttering your bread, um, you like stack them on top of each other because then it's, it's less messy. Um, and it keeps the butter contained because you end up using a lot of butter. (laughs) Um, my, my dad, when he makes them, by the way, we're recording this on his birthday. Happy birthday, Paul T. Payne. Uh, congrats on being old. Um, shout out to him. <laughs> shout out to Paul. Um, it's he. He can cut out like multiple of the squares and at once. Mm. I'm not skilled enough to do that. He's made these a lot more than I have. Um, and also, like you have to make sure you put like additional butter in the pan um, because otherwise the egg's gonna stick, but the bread isn't. Um, and you want you want it to be all in one piece. Um, and you don't want the the egg part to stick and break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is uh, interesting. The the um, the thing that I was thinking when we were making them was just like how many different moving parts there were. Because uh, I really like a, a routine kind of uh, egg making where I just have the one thing that I'm focused on, and having lots of different things to focus on kind of stresses me out a little bit, especially in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. So. You, you you already mentioned how breakfast food is not necessarily mm-hmm. breakfast food. Is this a, a meal that you ever make for yourself, like, not at in the morning? Like, do you ever do this in in the evening? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I rarely I rarely cook for myself in the morning. Um, like, this, this was earlier than I usually cook. Sometimes, usually if I'm cooking in the mornings, it's going to be, like, an 11 o'clock brunch mm. because I didn't get around to, like, making myself breakfast that I morning. Yeah. Um, my, my breakfast tends to be whatever I can grab on my way to work. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. So, yeah, because this, like some other eggs that I've talked about on this podcast, this seems like the the amount of different things to coordinate in preparation, which is not, you know, not, not that much, just relative to other eggs, kind of more than mm-hmm. more than typical. Because um, there's bread involved. There's bread, and yeah. And that's, if, if, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, it's been a bit since I've listened, but, like, this is the first one that directly has bread involved yeah exactly yeah pre like 
fried eggs, I'll use bread to dip, but that's just, that's a totally separate thing. I just put it in the toaster, mm -hmm. you know, this one, I'm, I'm actually focused on the bread and not only just the bread, but also the little square cutout. Um, so having more things to focus on, I think makes it a, a, a great brunch or a lunch kind of mm -hmm. deal. Um, which is, uh, which is just an interesting note. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that I was explaining to John earlier that this is, it feels like more of a special occasion egg to, yeah. egg to me. Like, it's not an everyday thing. Um, this was, like, when I was, you know, a, a kid slash teenager, like, um, on a Saturday sometimes. Or, like, if we had, like, a two-hour delay or school canceled, um, like, my dad would be like, oh, we're, I'm going to make everybody eggs in the middle of toast. Um, so it wasn't, like, a like a normal daily breakfast because it does take more effort. It's, mm -hmm. an, it's, it's an occasion egg. I see. An occasion egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes total sense. That seems, like, reminiscent of the soft-boiled egg. Uh, also, like, not a, not a breakfast egg just to make willy-nilly. It's something yeah. to look forward to. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Um, any other notes on the preparation? In particular, the ease of preparation for this egg. Yeah, I think it's it's the kind of thing that would be a lot easier the more you make it. Mm, yeah. I haven't made it in a while, um, and I think I had the skillet just a little bit too hot uh, mm. when we were making them this morning. And even then, like it wasn't turned up super high. Yeah, um, it was like a six it wasn't like a six. Like yeah, um, but I would have kept it lower because one of the things that you have to pay attention to um, is the possibility of the bread and the egg cooking at slightly different rates. Yeah. Um, and so if you're not careful, the the egg can be underdone and the bread can be overdone. Um, so it's probably like kind of a slow and low situation, mm -hmm. um, as I do with most of my foods. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I'm, I'm not a fan of just like throwing something on a really high heat. <laughs> oh, I love that because it gets done faster. <laughs> but then it's not done right. Uh, well... You know, you're, you're, <laughs> you win some, you lose You're some. sacrificing quality for time. Time is money. Money is power. Capitalism, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, boy, I'm, I'm a part of it now, huh? Um, <laughs> before we move on to the, the next part, you uh, insisted that we used wheat bread. Yeah. Uh, why was that? It's what my family ate growing up. <laughs> I, I wanted authenticity, and we never had white bread in the house. We only ever got wheat. Um, or, like, even I I buy, like, ever so slightly nicer bread for my personal use now. Um, <laughs> just because, like, the, like the, the basic bread, not a huge fan. Um, and I thought about just getting another loaf of that. And I was like, no, like, like I can't do that because it's not the right thing. I'm a very <laughs> sentimental person, and I really like tradition. Um, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can tell. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's and so, and so, I, I, I wanted a as close of a duplicate to like the thing that I would eat with my family as I could possibly get. I see. Yeah, and I appreciate that. It was. It felt very. Very authentic with the, uh, the uh, although, of course, I don't know the, the <laughs> so, I can say that without, without. Uh, no, it was, it was pretty authentic. Very good. Glad to hear it. Um, so the next part that usually I talk about is the transportation, but I'm finding out that that was only really a problem that I had. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't, that really isn't a super big part of the yeah. preparation of eggs. Cause, is, is flipping part of transportation? Um, so yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. That's, because that's there, there was there were there were a couple of times that I was that I did some bad flips, 
um, and some of it got a little more messy. Um, yeah. So it was less about moving from the pan to the plate, um, but like transportation within the pan, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that, no, um, that's, that, that works. That's yeah, there, there's like a certain skill to like getting the flip right um, because you want to try to keep the egg contained within the square. And like inevitably, some of it is going to get around like mm-hmm. one side, um, but you want that minimally. Yeah. And I, I think I had varying results. Yeah, I was so I was impressed because uh, you flipped all of these, and except for the one that you scrambled, uh, none of the the yolks popped. So the the only the yolk that you intentionally popped was mm-hmm. popped. Um, and I think that's impressive because whenever I try to flip a, a just a fried egg, the yolk without fail pops one hundred percent of the time. I've never done it successfully. I think the the bread acts as a shield. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes because sense. you're you're sliding sliding the spatula underneath like the bread initially. Yeah. Um, and then in that movement, mm-hmm. like the I don't know, maybe the bread hits first and yeah. kind of eases the right, yolk yeah, into yeah, the it's pan. A, it's a shock absorber of sorts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah. So the that honestly the transportation was really really easy. And I'm realizing now that that's just, that's true of most egg dishes. It's it's not actually that hard to, my struggle was um, a little bit unique for me. Um, That's all right. John John (laughs) rates eggs poorly because of a bad pan. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually just my problem. Um, But that's fine, you know. (laughs) We're we're learning, we're learning. Um, That's great. So I had COVID. I mm-hmm. did. You know this. I uh, do know this. Yeah. It, I was very scared for you. It was uh, scary when I got the positive result, although I was feeling pretty confident that because I got the positive result and didn't really expect to get the positive result, I was going to be, I was going to be fine, right? There wasn't, mm-hmm. there wasn't that much risk for me in terms of, um, you know, getting severely ill uh, above just what you know, what might happen, um, to anybody, uh, cause I don't have asthma or anything like that. So I was, uh, relatively safe and it was easy enough for me to, uh, just stay in, uh, in my room. Um, but it really reminded me like, because you know that I was trying to be incredibly safe. And yeah. I, I hadn't seen John in over a year and I couldn't hug him, which I respected. Um, but that demonstrates how careful he was being, yeah. Um, I, I really didn't leave my apartment except no. to go uh, teach the class that I teach. And that was yeah. it. Uh, and I still got it. <laughs> Unbelievable. So that's just is a, a reminder to me that, like, it really doesn't, like, individual choice has, ha, you know, has some part to do in it. But your individual choice affects the people around you so much more than it affects you, right? Because I can be super, super safe. But if the people around me aren't being safe, like, <laughs> there's nothing that I can do. Like, know? obviously, like, there's nothing you could do. Right. Um, so that's just kind of a, a reminder. And hopefully the, the, the take-home message from that is that, like, uh, when, when you hear about, like, policy to, to slow the spread of coronavirus, of COVID-19, like, it's not about protecting yourself personally. It's about protecting the people around you. Um, Luckily for me, you know, I, I'm recovered totally. I lost my sense of smell and taste, but it came back. Um, I was losing my hair for a little bit, but I think that stopped. Wait, uh, you were losing, like, because of COVID? That's that's what I've heard. Uh, Dang. Yeah, I've, I've heard that that's oh, a, wow. a, a symptom that can happen. 
Was that why you were freaking out about your hairline? Yeah, it absolutely was. Uh, that's, why, that's why I'm still taking this biotin supplements because it's like it's coming back a little bit, but not yeah. not very fast. Wow. It's yeah, Interesting. yeah, it is it is something. But yeah. you know, I'm I'm totally totally fine now, as far as I know. Um, although I haven't been to a physician in a while, so. <laughs> but, but like you did the antibody test. Yeah, yeah, I gave yeah. blood. I ha- I have the antibodies. Uh, I'm given convalescent plasma, uh, which is which is a really great experience if you don't mind needles. Uh, I do mind needles yeah. though. <laughs> and that's, that's unfortunately. Pretty, yeah. Um, but yeah, so totally fine now. But but that did happen. Uh, so just a reminder to the two people who are listening, uh, your your actions personally are not only about protecting you, but mostly, in fact, about protecting the people around you. Um, Back to eggs? Back to eggs. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So we've talked about the uh, preparation, the transportation briefly. But now let's get to the meat of the bish. Let's talk about the eggs themselves. (laughs) (laughs) The meat of the egg. (laughs) The The meat of the egg. They were really good. Like yeah, much better than just a normal fried egg. Yeah, it was it was very very good. So usually the way that I like to eat uh, fried eggs would be to um, you know eat the egg first, let all the the yolk run out, and then I'll take my toast and like you know just draw my toast through the yolk on the plate. Uh, so this thing was exactly that process, except for that it was all in one. It was you know it was all compact. It was all yeah. just there. It was and so and good. I would argue that the the bread part of it is better mm-hmm. um, because like, like toast, like, like a fried bread in a frying pan um, is significantly different than just like dry toast in a toaster yeah. because like the dry toast in a toaster like has its time and place. Um, but it's like crunchy, crumbly. And then like in the frying pan, it's like nice crispy outside. And then you get like the soft, warm bread in the middle um, and also like it's slathered in butter, which is <laughs> <Right>. delicious. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. No, it was, it was, uh, very, very good. And you talked about the little piece that you cut out, Mm -hmm. uh, that bit. So before we get into it, let's talk about the process for eating it. Can you explain a little bit the the process that you told me was the correct way to eat it? So, so other, this is, I will disclose, this is my personal (laughs) opinion. Um, other people will vary, but John was here to hear about my experience with eggs in the middle of toast. So who cares if, who cares about how y'all eat your <laughs> eggs? Um, so I, the way I do it, um, I kind of move my way along kind of the, the outside of the toast. Um, so I'm getting, besides the corners, which are a little more bread heavy, um, trying to, to get about even like same amount of bread in each bite, same amount of egg in each bite. Um, and then when I get to the end and if there's still some egg in the middle, uh, I eat that with a little piece that got cut out. Right. Yeah. And if that doesn't happen, like if I ate all of the egg, then I just get to eat that piece by itself <laughs> and it's so good. So uh, I had a question when we were eating that I thought I would save for the podcast. Um, do you always go around the, the piece of toast in the same direction, clockwise or counterclockwise? I haven't put a lot of thought into it, but like maybe. <laughs> yeah. Do you always start at the same corner? Once again, maybe. <laughs> I, I think I think if I would start paying attention to this, um, I'm a significantly less analytical person than you are, so I haven't <laughs> I haven't thought about that. 
um, you know, the difference between, you know, John studying math and, and me who has a degree in theater where I'm like, I care about how this egg makes me feel. Um, uh, and John no, thinks about the awesome. direction I eat the egg. What orientation are you moving around the coast? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, maybe, but I don't put conscious thought into okay, it. Okay, interesting. I th- yeah. uh, so from what I observed, and you only ate two pieces, but I think that you you start in the the bottom right corner. Um, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, and then and then you move counterclockwise. Yeah, kind of positive orientation. Yeah. Neat. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Very good. Um, but yeah, so uh, going so going around the outside of the toast, um, it was. I think that if I did this, I would have cut a little bit larger square outside of the, the middle of the toast because a lot of those bites for me were mostly toast and just a little bit of egg, mm-hmm. um, which was fine. I mean, the toast was good. The, the egg was well prepared. Both the whites and the uh, the yolk were like, were well done, right? Yeah. But then that, that kind of circles back to the egg is my <laughs> least favorite part of the dish. <laughs> yeah. So that's like great for me. Right. We should talk about, did, I, I don't know if we've actually mentioned this before. You don't really like eggs that much. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we definitely did. We definitely, we definitely did talk about this. About that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Th- once again, m- mention it again. Like I have a limit to, <laughs> sometimes I like eggs, but I just, I have like a limit of how many eggs I can have. I see. Yeah. 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 So. And like, like right now I, I had two Egg, almost two eggs, <laughs> almost two eggs, and the idea of eating another egg right now actually kind of makes me want to vomit. Um, it's <laughs> a good thing we have been talking about eggs for the past half hour. Um, yeah, so yeah, so but I like eggs like this. I I won't eat a plain egg. Okay. I don't know if I've I may, may have said this before on it's, the podcast. It's fine. No one listens. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, for me, I really like the taste of egg. So I would increase the amount of egg in the toast um, so that I was getting more egg with each bite on the outside. Um, but because I wasn't getting a lot of egg on the uh, each bite as I was going around the perimeter, what was left in the center was just the yolk with, you know, an underlying of, of well-done white underneath. And the best part of this whole dish was to take that that bit put it on top of the little square that was cut out and just eat it like that. That was the best bite of egg that I've had uh, probably all year. And I eat eggs every day. So Dang. That's high praise coming from you. (laughs) Yeah, I eat a lot of eggs. And that was certainly one of the best, certainly since, uh, you know, we started school again. Um, It was very, very good. So this egg, among the, the tastiest eggs that I've, you know, prepared, prepared for this podcast. That's, that's the goal. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely, uh, 10 out of 10 taste wise. Hey, I'm happy about that. <laughs> it's definitely, uh, in, in my top two ways to prepare eggs. What's the other one? Um, like with hash browns. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good too. Nice. Once, once again, like the egg is not the focal point of the dish, I see. which yeah, makes yeah, yeah. a good egg for me. Um, yeah. Interesting. Nice. Well, uh, now we'll move on to the last bit, which is the, the cleanup and, and, in particular, how many dishes are required. Mm-hmm. And so when we did this, we used about, uh, what, five <laughs> plates? And this was <laughs> definitely could have been done with two. I, I grabbed the wrong plates because, okay, one of the very important things, um, you can't stack these on top of each other. Um, and I wasn't thinking about that when, when I grabbed our plates initially. Um, and so I got... 
plates that would have been more appropriate if we were each having one. Uh, but I made two for each of us. And so I was like, I don't want to ruin this experience for John. And like, he has to have room <laughs> on the plate. So I had to get out new plates. Um, and I also, there were too many, too many moving pieces. And I had to have a plate to put the bread on before it went into the pan. Right. Um, yeah. But you, you did say, and I, I think it's reasonable to imagine that uh, if you were just making it for yourself, you could just use one plate and the pan and that would be it. Certainly. Yeah. That's uh, so. It it turns out that this is like a as easy to clean up from as uh, uh, as a normal fried egg. Yeah. Um, are any dumb bowls involved? Sean. <laughs> yeah. So so Lauren also has some qualms with the way that I prepare scrambled you eggs. You don't put milk in <laughs> eggs. What do you mean? It's just it, it's it's not necessary. It's not good. Like this is no. You can have some dry eggs if there's no milk in there. I don't know how you're making your eggs. <laughs> yeah, so what I'll do is I'll, I'll just put it on high and then just really fry the crap out of it. No, uh, but like... Dump them straight into the fire. Yeah, just, <laughs> just over a gas... Um, it's, it's just like on a on a um, piece of aluminum foil. It's not even... Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll grill them occasionally. No. So, I, <laughs> I, I actually... I, I think you were part of this conversation, uh, but I have a theory about the milk thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I have a theory about the milk thing, and um, our friend Mary Ellen will back me up on this. Um, shout out. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> hey, Mary Ellen, I hope you're listening. Um, so I have this theory. So I grew up in a very small town called Hicksville. Um, and that's not a joke. It's actually it's called at, Yes, yes. It's, 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 I'm literally being serious. Um, and, of course, would you consider yourself... A suburb person. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> so suburb city like that. Um, the biggest city next to me was Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, which is not big. Um, <laughs> you know, barn at my parents' house. My grandpa had a sheep farm. Like very, very rural upbringing. I was a 4-H kid. Like all of that. <laughs> and my theory, and like no one. No one that I know, like, my family didn't do that. My family didn't put milk in the eggs. Um, so I think it's like a city thing. Interesting. And That's Mary Ellen, who had a, a kind of similar experience growing up um, to me, she and I talk a lot about um, our, our agricultural backgrounds, also agrees that putting milk in the eggs is fundamentally wrong (laughs) (laughs) that's so that's funny and as you're so we've had this conversation before but i'm I'm just now remembering that um the person who taught me to to put egg to put milk in my eggs was my dad Mm -hmm. um and although he grew up pretty close to to um a a pretty large city uh how large is greensboro i don't know know. (laughs) (laughs) it's not it's larger than fort wayne indiana um he did uh spend some time on on a farm um, but he still, still puts, uh, but he lives in the suburbs now, I guess <laughs> it just happens when you move to the suburbs that you start, um, wanting to put milk in your scrambled eggs. I don't know. It's, it's a very baseless theory based on three people. <laughs> like literally it's like me, Mary Ellen and John. And I was like, this must this be must how it be is. It. Um, yeah. but I also like, we grew up, uh, like, I mostly consumed eggs that were from our chickens, mm. um, which I do think are, are better than store-bought eggs. And that also might make a difference, to have, like, a yeah. slightly higher quality egg. Um, yeah, and then I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to change my, my scrambled egg method uh, 
after moving to Columbus. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's like, once you've done scrambled eggs for a number of years, like, that's it. That's how you do yeah. it. Yeah. So, likewise, I'm still going to prepare them in a bowl, mix them up with milk, and then and then scramble them. Okay, so I think that you should just, just throw them straight into the pan. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> straight into the pan, and then just scramble them, and put the salt and pepper, and just, like, n- just... So eliminate did, the bowl. What did you think about the microwave method then? Was that just totally an abomination? <laughs> like, I, I get it. I get it, okay? Like, I get that sometimes you want to you prepare something in a microwave, and it's easier, and it's better. I personally would never do that. Like, okay. I just wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. That makes sense. That's fine. That's fine. Like, I, I, I respect it. <laughs> I don't think it, no, I was going to say, I don't think it's right, um, <laughs> but, but it's just, it's just on a, anything microwave version is just a different level. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you make like a, like an individual like mug brownie in the microwave. Yeah. Like it's, it's a thing and like, it's not bad, mm-hmm. but it's always going to be fundamentally different from like baking brownies. Right. Yeah, no, that, that that makes total sense. I will say, uh, with the egg method, uh, with the microwave method, excuse me, um, the egg gets super dried out. So if you don't put milk there, there's no way that it's good. Um, that's just that's just me though. That's all. Uh, I mean, don't love <laughs> scrambled eggs to begin with. I, so yeah, I, <laughs> I'm also like not the best person to to, to convince. <laughs> ah, that's that's all right. You know, it's all it's all fine because it's all eggs. Um, anyway. <laughs> I think that's all we have to talk about in yeah. terms of uh, in terms of eggs. Terms of eggs. Um, yeah. So I'll I'll give a shout out to Mrs. Gilbert who said that I should do this again for her birthday. So happy birthday, uh, Mrs. Gilbert. Hope you're enjoying this, and I remembered your birthday correctly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do you have any any last comments? Any shout outs? Anything to plug? Um, I already. I already shouted up my dad, um, who has is the person who's probably the, made the most eggs for me. Um, so I love you, Dad. Happy birthday, even though I don't know how long John takes to edit things, but I doubt you'll hear this today. Um, anything to plug, um, go vote, please. Mm, that's, yeah, that's important. That's yeah. a really big one. Um, yeah, go vote. Um, wear a mask as well. Yeah, wear a mask. Uh, be kind to people. Mm. I'm plugging the idea of being kind to people. Yes. Um, be kind to like fast food workers. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's one I feel really strongly about right now. Right. <laughs> I work part time <laughs> at a Starbucks, my friends. Yeah. So wear your mask in your drive through. Mm. Yeah. Good, good reminders. All good reminders. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was gonna plug my Twitter, but it's most. It, these days, it's just, it's kind of sad. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I, I go through phases where I'm funny on Twitter, and I go through phases where I'm sad on Twitter. Um, maybe follow my Instagram, because I have um, a really fun Halloween costume in the works. Um, oh, nice. And we'll be posting about it there. Um, and want validation. <laughs> so for, for the one or two people who are going to listen to this, make sure you follow Lauren on Instagram at, what's your handle? At Lauren underscore R underscore pain. It's an obnoxious handle. But. <laughs> it, I mean, it works, though. It's your name. So that's, yeah, that's nice. it, it is my name. Yeah. And you can follow me on Twitter at underscore better twin and on Instagram at something like 
John underscore McMack, maybe. I don't know. You can figure it out. <laughs> um, so last thing. If, you know, humanity uh, falls apart because of this, and it might. Mm-hmm. Um, Be- between COVID and the election. Between COVID, election, yeah. society just collapses. Mm-hmm. Humanity is, you know, on its descent. Um, yeah. Anthropologists, maybe from whatever colonizes Earth next, uh, maybe some extraterrestrial anthropologist comes, listens to this podcast. What do you have to say to them? I want to tell them that, um, assuming that if, if this is the situation that, that things have gone very badly, um, a lot of the stuff that you're probably seeing is the worst parts of humanity. Um, but I wholeheartedly believe that that we as a race and as a people are overall good and kind mm. and wonderful. Um, and even though things are scary and messy and bad right now, I still see a lot of beauty in the world. And I think that that's just a very important thing um, that I want, I want someone to remember about us. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. My, cause my advice is going to be a little bit contrary <laughs> to that. I was going to say that uh, this was all preventable and we could have stopped it. And we did. Yes. Yes, I think that um, there there is beauty despite the fact that there are a certain number of people who are doing terrible things. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, so that's it. We could have prevented this, we didn't, but there are still pieces of beauty in, in humanity. Um, is that a good summary? Yeah. We got eggs, we got pandemic a little bit, we got anthropology. I think that's all we need to talk about. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, when you asked me, I geeked out so much about it. Because I, I genuinely, like, I know John's like, only three people listen to this, blah, blah, blah. I had a great time listening to this podcast. Um, and so getting to be in a guest on it, getting to be in a guest on it, getting to be a guest on this podcast was a okay. huge honor. And I love spending quality time with John. Um, and this Thank is, you so much. It's, yeah. been a weird, it's been a weird weekend for me, but... This is really brightening it, so thank I, you so much. I am so glad. I'm, uh, I'm glad. I hope this episode turns out. And I'll uh, try to edit it fast enough so that your dad hears it on his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks so much, and I'll... Uh, I maybe won't do another episode. We'll see. I think, <laughs> I think you should. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out. I didn't think that I was going to do this episode, but uh, you have Mrs. Gilbert to thank for that. So um, Thank you, Mrs. Gilbert. Thanks, Mrs. Happy Gilbert. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wear a mask, uh, be safe, and uh, maybe see you later. (laughs) All right, I'll stop it now. (laughs) Stop.